North South Connection Podcast Network. Welcome to Cronoso 2.0. No, we're not changing the colors or or ruining this thing that you loved or any of that. Look, we're back with Cronoso with a new year and a new take on the project. Now, in the past, we were running two versions of Cronoso. One following the WCW pay-per-views from start to finish from Jim Crockett Promotions. And the other from uh, the PG era of WWE. And you were getting kind of long-form shows with those. Every two weeks, you would get that. Now, we have decided to go back to a place the North-South Connection really hasn't covered, even though it's been covered on other kind of sister networks. That is the very start of the WWF pay-per-view timeline. We're going to start with WrestleMania 1. And we're going to break down every single significant match from every pay-per-view, Saturday night's main event, extravaganza, special, blood money, bloodletting, uh, whatever it is, we're going to break it down. But the key is that everybody has access to this, so you can come along for the fun. Now, the catch is that you get one match per day. Hopefully, it's a nice little quick pod blast to kind of get your day kicking, right? You'll get to hear from many of the hosts of a lot of the North-South Connection podcast networks on this journey. It's a little deep dive into each of the minds that populate our feeds, right? So if you're a fan of the podcast, you'll hear from some of your favorites, or maybe you'll even get to hear from people you despise. And that way, you can hate listening your way to work. Nothing gets you pumped up going to work, then screaming at your car radio saying, this guy's fucking wrong, right? And then you get a chance to hear some awesome new voices that maybe you've never even heard before. It'll be a good chance to kind of peruse and sample some of the other fantastic podcasters we have at the North-South Connection Podcast Network. Like maybe you've never listened to a show by me before, Aaron. Maybe you've never have, right? So you're like, oh, you know, I didn't want to give, I didn't really want to give these shows a chance. Maybe you hear me on this and you think, oh, okay, he's, he's, I don't know, somewhat pleasing to the senses. So who knows, right? Look, at worst, they're short, okay? I know I am super excited to be diving into this I'm happy you're along for the ride. I think it's going to be a really fun project. It's a completely different concept. And hopefully it's a way to keep it fresh. And, you know, sometimes when you're following a podcast for the long time, you, you end up hearing, I mean, you get to know someone's opinions quite well. So you can kind of figure out what they're going to think about match X or match Y, right? This way you're hearing from different people about a bunch of different matches. It's a really great time period. Look, my name's Aaron. I drew number one. Let's get started. And no, I'm not going to play that Black Eyed Peas song because it sucks. And uh, the, the word do it and do it and do it and do it and do it. If that song won any award, you know what? It doesn't matter. That's not why I'm here. All right. The first episode of Cronoso, the first match in WWF pay-per-view history. Here we go. WrestleMania 1, Tito Santana versus The Executioner. So, uh, backdrop, Tito Santana had lost the Intercontinental title in 1984 to Greg Valentine, and he's kind of rearing to go up and get that title back. The Executioner, according to everyone, was undefeated, and no one knew who the fuck he was. It's also the first match in WrestleMania history, so a historical match. Let me start with the interviews, obviously, because, you know, these these are great. Uh, Gene Okerlund, this is the first interview on WrestleMania, and what I love about the first WrestleMania is everyone's looking really nervous. Like, this really had to go well for everybody, right? So Gene Okerlund has the fucking balls to declare this match a big match for Tito Santana. 
And then he's like, I, I, the execution you're fighting, I don't know anything about this guy. And Tito's like, I also don't know anything about him, right? Like, come on, Tito, you couldn't have reviewed some tape or something? Typical, arrogant Tito Santana. Heel Santana. I mean, look, you don't know who's under the mask. What if Jesus Christ was under that mask? How the hell is Tito going to get into heaven then? Anyway, he shits on the executioner. He's like, you haven't been in the big leagues. Tito's got some goals, and no one's going to stop him. Ariba, you know, very powerful Ariba McIntyre to finish that off. And, okay, so we can see the executioner. Right away, executioner has the worst mask I've ever seen. The eyes, eyes are way too big. The nose hole is huge. And the mouth has mesh over it. Can you put, put the mesh over the eyes so we don't know who it is? We know it's Buddy Rose. Okay, it's clear it's Buddy Rose. Put the mesh over the eyes. Let the guy breathe. He's going to die, right? And Gene, the first thing Gene says to him is, well, we don't know a lot about you. And the executioner is like, well, you're going to know something about me. Tito Santana, I'm going after your leg. The leg that was hurt by Greg Valentine. And then everybody's going to know about the executioner. I'm here to go after the leg. And nothing else, Santana. And I fucking swear, if this guy, if this guy doesn't go after the leg immediately, I am going to lose my mind. I, I just why set why set that up if you're not okay? Well, we'll see. I'm not. There's no not. I don't need to get fired up yet. All right. They are both in the ring, so there's no music or anything. I don't think there was anything. Uh, so they announced first the executioner from Parts Unknown. It's Fink, and my bad, Fink. I'm sorry if you think I sound like Julia Child. Parts Unknown. <laughs> Wait, unknown? Like, they couldn't weigh him? They couldn't weigh the execution? Isn't that part of getting a license? People love Tito, though, even though he's wearing the red rooster jacket. And, like, executioner compared to Santana, like, really, I feel, looks like a child. He just looks so much smaller, right? Like, I don't understand why he looks so small. Jesse calls him Chico five seconds in. And then Gorilla's like, you know, (laughs) I have not seen this particular executioner. I mean, we... Which execution has he seen? Has he been, is he talking wrestling? Has he attended executions? Headlock for the executioner right away. Not the leg. Not going after the leg. Crisscross is one of the first moves. Santana's, Santana's fire is great though. Super dropkick sends him out of the ring. Uh, look, executioner's got to get going on that leg. I can't, this project is too new to be bringing out this rage in me, but you got to go after the leg. This is such a strange opener right? It's such a, a bizarre thing to, to start this extravaganza with. I mean, I guess you got Tito, who's like super hot, so I guess that makes sense. Executioner also, if you want to look like a, of a child, you got to get some wrist tape or something, anything, maybe some chains. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe don't dedicate a match to going after the leg. Uh, maybe he's just nervous. You got to say something. <laughs> Buddy, you got to say something. You got to make people excited about the match. The first match, no one knows who you are. No one cares who you are. Tito Santana's great, but no one gives a fuck. We don't, we don't even know anything about you. What are you going to say to get people involved in the match? All right. Uh, well, what if what if I say I'm going to go after the leg? Finally, Santana's got him in a headlock. He can't get out. Finally, <laughs> um, Executioner punches the inner hamstring to try and get out of the headlock. Then Tito just slams his fucking fat face into the mat. And it's domination by Tito. Like, Gorilla's like, this is domination by Tito Santana. Only time in Mania history this will happen. Executioner then gets up, starts pounding his head. Again, we reiterate, not the leg. Very slow knee to the gut uh, by the executioner on Tito. And Gorilla calls this the lower solar plexus. 
And uh, that's like getting hit in the throat and then Gorilla Bing. He hit him in the lower forehead. Executioner stomps the abdomen. Again, I mean, <laughs> I keep harping on this, but it's not the leg. And, the, and even the commentators are like, well, he said he was going to go. You know, he said he was going to go after the leg. You know, and that's his plan. <laughs> finally, finally, Executioner tries a spinning toehold. But then he gets all tied up with Tito's calf. And like it kind of, they fall on the ground. It's like when I'm wrestling my son and I want to crush his head into the bed. So I push it hard. Anyway, a couple of punches. Executioner's backing off. Also, the ropes are super loose. They just look like saggy fucking ropes. And I don't like anything that sags. All right. Especially at my age. Tito then like does the like the bell ringing thing. I never know what to call this move. It's like when the head is between the legs and then you just jump. It's almost a pile driver, but he gets backdropped. So it's, a, you know, then Executioner picks him up for a big body slam. Again, you know what I'm going to say. Executioner goes to the top, gets slammed. Tito like throws him like more than halfway across the ring. Then Tito goes for a splash. Never saw Tito do that before. But the Executioner gets his knees out in the gut. But then Executioner drags into the ropes. And guess what the fuck he does? He goes for the leg. And Tito just kicks him right out of the ring. Then Tito levels him with a flying forearm. Slaps on the figure four leg lock. And Executioner just quits. Jesse's like, Jesse then declares, you know, he's serving notice to the hammer. So it's funny, as a kid, I always thought, oh, they're letting two guys use the figure force finisher. But I guess that makes sense that he would do that to piss him off. And then Fink, Fink declares Tito the winner, and Executioner's just rolling around the ring. I, God, I wish Tito's music was playing. While the Executioner's rolling and writhing in pain. That would have been the best. Tito wins. I don't know, uh, somewhere between two and a half and three stars. It's fine. There's nothing bad about it. It's just it's such a silly thing to set up. Hey, we're going to talk about this leg, and uh, that's what it, you know. That's it. But uh, you know, this this was this was clearly a way better use of Tito at WrestleMania than putting him in there with Valentine. Obviously, Tito would later say that he was disappointed in being in the first match of WrestleMania. I bet he was more disappointed by never winning a goddamn match at WrestleMania again. Listen, that's Tito Santana versus The Executioner. This was Cronoso. My name's Aaron. If you like it all what you heard today, you can catch me on Tuesdays with Jenny Smith and JT Rosero. Uh, we are doing TNA Never Dies. It's almost a bit like this, a bit more crazy, where we go into the, we started the uh, NWA TNA from the very first pay-per-view. We're on episode, we're coming up on episode 36, so we've really dug in a lot. It's a lot of intros, so a lot of madness. I'm there. I'm also on Mondays, every other Monday, now entering the Royal Rumble. Myself and JT breaking down the Royal Rumble careers of every single entrant, starting with number one, Bret Hart, going through all the way to present day. Hopefully, we'll see if we make it. And on Saturdays, sometimes two, I, well, it's two Saturdays a month, no holds barred, JT and I, uh, a plethora of all kinds of projects. Uh, in the past, we did the best workers by month. We did the best shows by month. And this year, we're doing two stretch projects, one of which is we're reevaluating our Place to Be Nation greatest WWE wrestler of all time list from five years ago. We submitted in 2017. Now we're redoing it for this year. So we're seeing what's changing so every episode, we're breaking down 10 guys from our list. And also, uh, we are uh, on, on, off the, on the other Saturdays, we are breaking through and ranking every single WWF title change. Not, the, not every title, but the, the WWE championship or the WWF championship. All of those title changes, we're, we're ranking them, we're breaking them down. So that's a lot of fun too. And hey, if you want to dig deeper into me, check out a podcast series I did. It's called The Year That Was. 
It was a retrospective after I watched every single WWF pay-per-view. It took me three years to watch them all. And then I, I devised some metrics and then ranked the years from 36 to 1. The project recently finished. But hey, I think it's evergreen. If you wanted to recheck it out or go back and uh, give it another listen, I would love it. Thank you so much for listening to Cronoso. Uh, please subscribe to the North-South Connection feed. Uh, let us know what you like, what you don't like. Give us a review. We will see you again. Someone else will see you tomorrow on Cronoso.